Welcome to Diacast, the podcast with no name. Here at Diacast, our group of six hits by the Eagles play different RPGs, bringing you a new game and system every few weeks. This week we're back in the Old West, riding the dynamite train to Rattlestake County in Desperados. My name's Lukey, and this week's question is, what would you do in the Old West? Um, I'd probably, like, open a bar. Or, like, mm-hmm. be a seamstress. One of those two things. I'd, like, open a tavern and make really good food, or be a seamstress, or both. Good Not answer. exciting, but it'd, oh, it'd yeah. I'd, I'd just, just to check, Just to check, this will probably get cut, but you do mean seamstress in the legitimate sense, not in the Tarot Pratchett euphemism sense. Is that the euphemism he uses for prostitutes? Yes. I didn't even know that was a euphemism. Ah. Uh, no. It's only for Terry Pratchett. Uh, yeah, because yeah, these days hmm. people say accountant as a euphemism for sex worker, which I find very funny. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, in the legitimate sense, I know how to sew. I'm a very good embroiderer. Thank you. Right, cool. And no, that's not a euphemism. <laughs> Hello, my name is Matt. And I feel if I was in the Old West, I feel like I'd be like, you know, like the 1930s singing cowboys. Like yes. Roy Rogers, where he just kind of goes around in like a white sequin suit with a guitar and just sings about like what a beautiful moon it is tonight I you do know that's not a real morning. thing right? that kind of well yeah, not I'd that, just be but... kind of, yeah i'd just be rolling around with a little freaking mexican guitar singing about the the good old days <laughs> but you know that's not what real cowboys did right quiet <laughs> okay okay let me have my dream i'll let you have this <laughs> Hi, I'm Jacob, and um, let, that that was that was one option. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I feel like I'd either be some kind. Okay, I feel there's three ways this could play out. Oh god. One, I'm a snake oil salesman. <laughs> that is that is that is your primary subclass. That is my primary <laughs> subclass. Two, um, be, be, uh, Building on my uh, building on my uh, dark hidden history as a horse boy, I'd just be a cowboy. Um, yeah, <laughs> an uh, actual cowboy. Uh, just that sh- actual cows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and the third option is some kind of um, doctor or legal professional, like leveraging my education. Um, I genuinely don't know which way it would pan out, but those seem like the three major options. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. It makes sense to me. Hello yeah. there. Hello there. My name's Peter, and due to my uh, my dark history as somebody who enjoyed gemstones, uh, <gasps> I would be some sort oh, of Yukon, prospector. Yeah, Yukon based prospector. Uh, and there they're are just in their hills. Yeah, there's gold in their hills. Um, and in the Yukon, there is quite <laughs> a bit of it. True. It's still there, but <laughs> nowadays, if you. Yeah, no, I think. No, the last prospect was actually only like a couple of years ago, and they they have like big machines. Um, I watched a documentary about some people who drove through the Yukon, and they came across some interesting, like old, like abandoned mining like vehicles and stuff like that, um, which are kind of cool. And slag heaps that were genuinely like gigantic. Um, or no, sorry, mine tails. So stuff that's just cut out. But no, I think I'd be. Uh, I would I'd... definitely call my tavern the slag heap. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Again, just leading to more confusion along the lines of the seamstress thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, so I'd be I'd be looking for gold in them though, hills, probably by licking a lot of rocks. Probably and then, and then That's probably not dying. how you find gold. That's, That's how, how you, you identify gold, whether it's bone or rock. You know that, right? 
Oh, no, actually, you can identify bone rock or lead. Hi, I'm Helen, and if we were living in the Old West, I probably would have died by now. Um, <laughs> of dysentery. Was... <laughs> and you're not even the one going around licking, licking rocks to no. find out if they got lead in them. <laughs> oh, I've got some flint. Just... Hold on. I think your tongue sticks to rock. Carry on. But I probably... Guy, could someone help me? <laughs> <laughs> Similar, similar to Jacob, I probably would actually just try and run my own little farm. Yeah, look after, look after my own animals, try and grow food in the arid wastelands. Aww, yeah. I'm running a reasonable business as well. You are, you are. It's just yours is actually a business, whereas mine is just I want to exist, please. Aww, no existing. Oh, please. <laughs> no. Darn Come it. to the slag heap and have yourselves a good time. All right. Now that we're ready to set ourselves up in the Old West... This is why you get so many confused customers. Let's get to it! <laughs> so, that's where you guys are at. You have the dynamite train is in at the station. It is there, it is ready to go in an hour's time or so. So you guys have got an hour to kill. If you wanted to do anything like like procure some supplies or if you wanted to like come up with some harebrained scheme about how better to protect the train. Well, I need to make sure that any patients I got out stand and are going to be okay while I'm gone. Yep, so you had that guy who you'd pulled the tooth of at the start of the last episode. He's, he's just drinking, drinking your medicinal brandy. He's quite happy. The only other patient you've got, Dr. Charlotte Anne, is Strong Barometer Johnson himself, who took a bit of a nasty knock on the head when you guys um, dealt with him in the saloon. I've no checked idea. him out. He's got a thick skull. He'll be fine. <laughs> oh, I just yep. went in a weird place with my accent there. <laughs> got a, you've got a thick skull. He'll be fine. <laughs> your, accent went, um, your accent went back across the sea. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a well-known phenomenon known as... Uh, Accent amnesia that we've been known to Dialect suffer from on this podcast on more than one Regional occasion. Dialectic dimorphism. As it's, uh... it's a substantially wider through the regional um, yeah. <laughs> continental dimorphism, I think yeah. you'll find. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so yeah, Doctor can confirm like the town will be alright for 24 hours or so if you leave. Alright. And then I gotta make sure my pet rattlesnakes couldn't be taken care of. Because yep. on uh, my character so... sheet, I've got a pet rattlesnake written down, so I think we must have agreed this at some point. Bring it with What's us. the rattlesnake called? I haven't named the rattlesnake. I just saw pet rattlesnake at the bottom. So you live in the desert with a rattlesnake with no name. Oh, yes. I think you're for... <laughs> yes. Yes, it's a rattlesnake with no name. Cool. Uh, well, luckily, liberal trumpet Nelly, <laughs> the deputy... <laughs> She's going to step up and she'll be like, I'll take care of the rattlesnake with no name. I'd be a pleasure. And she blows her trumpet to show right. how enthusiastic she is. If he bites you, just cut your arm off. Even if he doesn't she bite goes... you in the arm. Oh, yeah, wherever yeah. it is, the blood loss will sort you out. You're going to come back to liberal trumpet nearly dead on the floor with a bite on her foot and a missing arm. <laughs> Uh, she just she salutes happily. That sounds fine to me. I like the sacrifice up. I'm willing to make. I take the snake from her and put him in a tank. And I'm like, do not take him out of the tank, Nelly. But what would I have to feed him? Put the food in the tank with him. I'll just give her a cheeky little roll on wits. Oh, 
Oh, sweet Christmas. Ah, she, she, it's all right. Like she, I wouldn't maybe give her pet owner of the year, but she'll she'll be all right. Like, <laughs> and I'll come back with plenty of extra rattlesnake venom to keep us up. <laughs> nice. Like Where the, the, the rattlesnake keep nods the venom at you. From if the rattlesnake isn't isn't with you. They'll buy it in the next town over. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're going to rattlesnake country, so the reason she's coming. Isn't because she cares about the job. It's because she's interested in getting to rattlesnake country oh, to I find see. some rattlesnakes to get some more venom. Oh, that's perfect. For medicinal purposes. Yeah, that course. is good. Coincidentally, you know that um, Dusty Hill, which is where you're bound, is a known nesting spot for rattlesnakes. So that works out quite nicely. Perfect. Yeah. Alrighty. Perfect. Yeah, we can come back to you in a minute if you think of anything else you need. But like, all of your affairs are in order, Doctor. Brilliant. I'll probably want to bring generic, you know, like my bandages, a couple of uh, vials of mysterious gas and... I imagine you've got like a little medical bag, um, like a little leather medical bag. So yeah, you can grab. Oh, you. I'll say that you've got anything generic that you want, like bandages and like tinctures and what have you. If there was anything specific you wanted to bring, now's the time to say so. But like, you've got generic medical supplies, bring which will of it. course include cocaine wine because this is the Wild West. Yeah. Yep. Cool. All right. Um, that's all for now, Doctor. Moving on to um, Sticky Toffee Nelson. Why, hello. My dear friend. Why, hello Why, there. Hello there. Why, hello there. Well, I've, I've, I've got a Sticky, sticky Toffee Nelson. Sticky Toffee Stop impersonating my accent. It's weird. Um, <laughs> it's just um, Sticky Toffee Nelson sounds like such a delicious treat. Oh, please do not eat me. Um, uh, st- his aunt, I, like his descendants, will invent sticky toffee. Yeah, oh, definitely, <laughs> <laughs> probably by accident. Um, I think he's just gonna get a bit of food and some cleaning supplies, so he has a clean scope. And aside from that, <laughs> I don't, I, I, I can't think of anything. Like, my, no, no, that's fine. I, if if they're on the train, then things have gone wrong, uh, and there's no. And in the Wild West, there ain't no magical put out the bomb, <laughs> put put out the I'd bomb like, gas. I would like to bring a magical put out the bomb gas. Yeah, Please magical. Put, uh, you you have a bottle which says magical put, put out, out the, the bomb, bomb gas. gas. I can neither confirm nor deny if it will work. <laughs> but hey, it was Doc. sold to you by a very charming man. <laughs> hey Doc, make sure you pack some of that Deus Ex Machina, will ya? Hang <laughs> on. <laughs> All right. The gun is fired and ready to go. Uh, <laughs> oh, bring so it Nelson. <laughs> so I'm gonna, uh, yeah, no, just spare bullets, spare bullets, ammunition, and maybe some what is essentially biltong. <laughs> All right, yeah. So what I'll have you do is, if you nip outside, there's a, a gunsmiths. Oh, wonderful. Which is called, which is called the Gay Gunsmiths. Oh yes, please. Uh, <laughs> it's run by Gaylord MacLeish. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. I, just, I just, just to get the name in. Oh yeah. Uh, so you can nip over there, and for a couple of dollars, uh, this big friendly Scotsman with a bushy beard. Uh, gives you a couple of extra bullets Very that fit big your guns. Oh, and a, a little rag to clean your scope. And his right, husband oh. gives you a wink. Uh, yeah, this is Gaylord and Jollity McLeish. No one knows if they're brothers or husbands. No one asks. <laughs> they make guns. They make good guns. I ain't got a question. It stick it, stick it off a Nelson doesn't put his doesn't put his nose in other people's business. Otherwise, he becomes brown nose Nelson. You <laughs> <laughs> so. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to mount myself upon the train and wait for my compadres to come join me. Yep. Or so you like. get yourself to the train with the to the train to the train. <laughs> Whenever I'm talking, Whenever I'm talking at Sticky Toffee Nelson, I'm actually melting halfway through a sentence. Sticky Toffee Nelson. out of his I kind of imagine him as like a snowman made of toffee. <laughs> <laughs> in another life. <laughs> Alrighty. Next up, 
um, Sheriff Bob Catchurch, what would you like to do, if anything? Well, of course, the first thing I do is I tell liberal trumpet Nelly that she is, as <laughs> deputy, technically in charge of the town until I get back, but she shouldn't really do anything without the go-ahead from my dear wife and owner and proprietor of the sets and rest, Quincy Lombard, who I trust a lot yep. more than Nelly. <laughs> So as soon as you say that Nelly's technically in charge, she looks like a kid who's just been told Christmas is coming next week and you didn't know about it. Uh, she looks super excited. Uh, like Quincy, Quincy Lombard is like leaning out the front of the Stetson dress. She gives you a nod to be like, it's all right. I got your back, love, kind of thing. I'll, I'll, I'll keep the ship to your back. But like N- Nelly's already seeing images in her head of how she's going to like save the town from Nelly? like a rattlesnake infestation Nelly? or something. Nelly, look at me. Look at me. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, don't sure. do anything unless some, don't do some, anything unless <laughs> unless something happens first. Now, now I'm gonna take all seven of my guns. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask: Are you gonna leave any guns behind? Dear Lord, no, I'm not leaving her with a gun. Are you insane? Yeah, like should banditos roll in? I'm sure that like Quincy can handle it. Like you can take all the guns. Um, yeah, so you take all seven of your guns yep. in a little bag and Earl. Uh, yep. Earl, my Earl horse. was the horse. Yep. Yeah. Jo- John M- John Montague, fourth Earl of Sandwich, known as Earl. <laughs> I'd forgotten that. Um, yep. So <laughs> you ride uh, Earl up to the train, and you are good to go. And cut to mask. What would you like to do? <laughs> um, first off, uh, I would like to go to the gunsmith and pick up. Um, do you have a gun of any kind on you? Or are you like, uh, look, no, I don't. Have, I just one? have a switchblade uh, on me. All right. Yep. So you walk into Gay Gunsmiths. Gaylord Gun. Gaylord McLeish is yep. behind the desk. He's like, "What? What you're looking for?" Uh, yes, I was looking for um, uh, basically something small, discreet. I have this poncho you see with all these fantastic pockets. It's amazing why you can fit in them. Uh, th- this little thing draws out the switchblade. It isn't mm-hmm. going to cut it. So. Um, <laughs> he, la- he laughs at the pun. <laughs> that was completely intentional. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, the, is, it is very good. I very assume good. that Gaylord McLeish is wearing boots, a kilt, a cowboy hat, and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, now he is. Yes. <laughs> like a very bushy, very tattooed chest, which has got like mm. Glasgow Forever written on it. He's got more hair on his chest than Musk has on like his entire body. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but he, he he's like a big cheerful man. He laughs. He's like, "Are you are you looking for a gun that can set you?" And he like he takes out. He like slides a couple of like um, frontiersman pistols mm-hmm. for you. Like and he's like, "He's got like short barrels, so you can conceal them in your wee pocket." Who's that for you? That good? No, I was thinking some kind of um, sawn off. Not enough. Yeah, sawn off shotgun or something. Not enough for an extended firefight, but just one really big surprise. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you for like a, a, a little surprise gun, you know, for special occasions. And so he kind of goes behind the bar and uh, he pulls out. Yeah, basically a basic sawn off shotgun. It's a bit mucky. It's not like a great gun. Mm. And he's like, all right, this is a, bit, a wee bit of rubbish that I got knocking it in. I give that. You, you buy the guns. <laughs> you buy the two guns. I give you the shotgun for free. Is that? That's fine by me. That'll be saying that you're dollars. Yep. Um, yeah, so I, I will I will lay that down. I will lay, lay some of um, 
some of Strong Barometer Johnson's <laughs> yes, <laughs> winnings for that with Strong Barometer Johnson's dollars. Yeah, like... we'll go to yeah, like a pair of six shooters and yeah, he's basically giving you like six shooters with holsters mm-hmm. and like a, a dusty mucky sawn off. Yeah, and he's like Eddie. One thing you got to remember about this sawn off, eh, is that you can put bullets in it, but you can also load it with a buckshot or a coins or whatever oh, you want. You just so pack it in there with a bit of a bit of charge and poof, you blow them away. Absolutely. Hey, right. Yep. Oh. Good, good, good day to you. Thank you for letting me do this accent. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, yeah. So you guys are now like ready to go. Unless you've got any final stuff you want to do um, in newer Wales. Uh, not in newer Wales as such, but I'd like to take the time, uh, partly to get used mm-hmm. to the weight of the guns yep. on my hips and get used yep. to where exactly I've got to stick the um, sawn off like under my poncho so it's well concealed. Um, yep. I'd like to um, just take a mosey up and down the length of the train. I'm looking for um, passengers who catch my eye um, mm-hmm. as being like shifty. Um, and I also want to get a general idea of the layout of this train. Specifically, yep. where's the dynamite? <laughs> <laughs> yep, okie dokie. So I would like you, since you've specifically said you want to look into it, we'll have it off of you. Uh, can I get a insight roll just to kind of see how much detail you notice about this train? Yes. I mean, I'm so sorry. You'll, you're going to see the train, whatever happens, but it's how much do you <laughs> like, glean from the train? Can I make this a can I make this a perception check since yep, this is absolutely yeah cool so so yeah my insight is five so I'm rolling three d six plus five for this cool 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 and I am skilled in perception sharp man so ooh, oh my. That was a natural seventeen, so twenty-two. Okay, that uh, that's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you rock up to uh, the station. You see a long train. There's something like seven carriages. There's like a big old black locomotive at the front that's kind of got a bit of steam rising out of it while the uh, the fireman gets it up ready to go. Directly behind the engine are two uh, like cabooses, two kind of passenger carriages basically <laughs> and then behind that are boxcars mm-hmm. um it doesn't take a genius to work out that the dynamite is probably in the boxcars you can see an open door where there's a couple of crates in there with tnt written on the side so you would imagine that's where the dynamite is uh, and then at the back is like a guard's carriage which you assume is where you are expected to go Okay, cool. But there's like access between carriages if you need to move up and down. You can kind of hop between the carriages fairly easily. And the only other thing you notice is your new friend Bygod Coffin is up at the front of the train um, with like two other guys who are dressed in like similarly fancy outfits, kind of standing by those two passenger carriages, a bit like they're guarding them. Mm. Okay. And you don't see anyone else other than uh, the tra- the train driver. Who's where I did work this out? The train driver's name is Val Conigan. Oh, Val I love it. Old Val Conigan. I like that. He thinks steam power is just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, you see, Val Conigan. He sounds familiar. Yeah. So, am I am I to infer from this that? Locomotive plus two cabooses plus guard carriage. We're looking at what three or four box cars, all of them full of TNT. Uh, I mean, you're welcome to have a poke around. I won't say no. Uh, you would assume that it's probably not just TNT. There's probably, like, food supplies and drinking water for, like, the for workmen. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. But um, it's known as the dynamite train because that is by far the most noteworthy thing yeah. on this train. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd like to have a poke about um, uh-huh. for that. Um, I'm also looking for uh, specifically any crates which look like they could be big enough to, say, hide a person in. Interesting. Ooh. Yep. So you poke about in the boxcars. You're given free reign, like... Couple, the two other guys kind of roll towards you, but by God, Coffin's like, peace, friends. This is one of our new guards. <laughs> and they let you go through. Um, you poke around. Yeah, there's like some sacks. There's some crates of like hose and pickaxes and stuff in there. You work out the dynamite is mostly confined to the last boxcar. Mm. Like that seems to be full up mostly with TNT, whereas the supplies are in the others. But from the outside, it doesn't look any different. So your guess is they've kind of stuck all the TNT in one car for safety. Yep. But they're not advertising this is the one that will blow up if you shoot it. Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, in, the other, in the other ones, it's a bit of a mishmash. You would almost certainly be able to smuggle a person into uh, one of these crates if you needed to. I'm going to go up to the driver's car and um, just kind of make small talk and chit-chat with the driver. Um, with uh, Val Conigan. With Val Conigan. Yep. Um and just yeah because musk has picked up um because he makes it he makes a living of going up and down the train line and rolling Mm -hmm. people so along the way (laughs) he's picked up you know bits and pieces of mechanics so he can kind of talk to talk to an extent yeah that's fair like so he's trying to like get get he recognizes you as a man who's familiar with train engines and so he starts He's an Irishman. He starts telling you about how this new, this new fangled like speed gear they've got on the on the train makes it so much easier once you get up beyond thirty-five miles an hour. And he's just talking to you about the the, the construction of the boiler and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, seems, and I, he I really am, loves steam power. I am humouring <laughs> him. Yeah, like it's he, just fantastic. You know, <laughs> steam power is just fantastic. Yeah, no, like, I keep hearing that. It's. it's, it's <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, you make successful small talk with him. You don't have to roll with it just because of the nature of your character. He'll come away with a high opinion of you. Like yep. cool. he thinks you're nice. Cool. May I, uh, per yes, chance, procure a map of the route? Yes, you can. Um, so for that, um, you actually will have. Um, Bigel Coffin will have sketched it out for you. He's got like a little map of the territory that like is fairly ordinary and easy to find in this neck of the woods. And he's, with a little pencil, he's sketched out the route of the railway line so far, which goes as far as Dusty Hill, which is basically a, a hill to the north. Um, and he's sketched that out for you. So, yeah, you've got that on your person. So, can I uh, take a look at it and see if I can... Well, can I ask him to mark where the previous ones have been have been ambushed? And see if I can uh, Oh, you out... mean where we have lost contact with our previous dynamite trains? Yes, Precisely, of course. Yes, it's a... I would... Perhaps it oh, might, uh, hang on. That's a piece it. of information. Previous dynamite trains. Uh, so, Sticky Toffee Nelson, you, you perk up at that point. <laughs> hang on. Um, uh, hang on a second. I thought if we were going to be dealing with a couple of little a little hundrum desperados just out there, then that's going to be a bit of a bit of a problem. Not ones with mass explosives. Not dis- now, peace, my, friend, my good friend Nelson. <laughs> now, stay your iron for one moment while I explain myself. 
Yes, we may. It is true that we ha may have tried to do this mission twice before, and we have lost contact with the dynamite trains. But I have every confidence in your abilities to make sure that this dynamite train will arrive at its destination. Now, that is the faith I have in you. Okay, Mr. Uh, Coffin, um, may I ask, point of order, was the dynamite stolen or did it explode en route? Because there is a very big difference between a group of banditos who have blown up two dynamite trains and a group of banditos who have come into possession of two trains of dynamite. I'm going to get you to roll, I guess, wits on that one. What um, convincing just to tell me? Yeah, so like, which you know as unusual is he seems to be not like, as is his way, he's charming and smarmy, but he doesn't seem to be willing to give up that much information. Can You're going to have to push it? him a bit with a roll. Okay. Unless you've got, like, yeah, feel free to blag if you've got, um, well, I have, blag. I have perception, but I, not quite, you, 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 you percept he's being evasive, yeah. but you need okay. kind of persuasion. Uh, 14. Just, okay, um, <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm not particularly he, charming. Yeah, he kind of, he scratches his, uh, his well-trimmed beard, um, and he says, well, uh, if truth be told, it is upon my honour. I must tell you that the dynamite was stolen. Aye. <laughs> this very locomotive that you see before you here, driven by my good friend Mr. Conigan, is the same train that has driven twice before, but never has it arrived at its destination with its dynamite. So we actually Every know exactly, exactly where the dynamite was stolen then, because Mr. Conigan was there when it was stolen. Oh, yes, I was. I was indeed, he says. Mr. Conigan, <laughs> and he points out would you be on the so map. kind as to thank you? <laughs> she marks him down on <laughs> yep. the map. Is uh, it the same place both it, times? It's bloody close. Yeah, uh, it's a little pass called um, Blind Man's Pass. Let's go. Lovely. It's called Blind Man's Pass. It's like a little bit where the railroad goes down in the bottom of a valley with high like banks on both sides. You know it. You've been there before. You know it's pretty... It's a dodgy part of town. He wouldn't be the first to get ambushed there. A dodgy part of the land. And yeah, both times within a mile is when they've been attacked. You know, is there something they want to blow up? Like, is there something that would be useful for them to destroy around here? Good question. Uh, he says, um, that is a question you would have to take up with Mr. Blanket J. Strobridge of the Blanket J. Strobridge Corporation. I <laughs> am but his humble servant. Well, I will be sending him a strongly worded letter. Uh, you can try and talk to him yourself. He rests in this carriage right here. <laughs> and he points to the, um, the front carriage and he says, he has such faith in your abilities to deliver the dynamite that he is riding along. Well, I will still that be sending some him a strongly context. worded letter. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Very uh, important context. Yeah, Musk, you uh, you you take note <laughs> of that piece of information. I think um, it, it might do us well to uh, to meet him before we all die. I'm afraid Mr. Blanket J. Strawbridge is uh, occupied at the moment. You just said we could meet him. I said you could meet him. I did not say you could meet him right now. Uh -huh. Right. I, I think we need to be bored in this train before and before it leaves so soon. I imagine that these tr uh, that these cabooses will have like skylights. The wrong word, but some way that I can, uh, basically I want to crawl. Um, yeah, sneak around to the other side of the train carriages, mm -hmm. up onto the top of them, and mm -hmm. like look down inside to see if I can get eyes on Strobridge and all these other passengers. Yep, see, so you are. Uh, you can do that. I'm going to get you to roll uh, an agility. Yep. But the, so what's happening is that like the steam is up and they're about to leave. So if you fail the check, it'll just be that you don't get up there before they're like, come on, get on the train, basically. Yeah, sure. Cool. Natural 9 plus 4, 13 altogether. 
nah, sorry, bud. Yeah, no, um, okay. Yeah, like you're close with the conceal, but um, but yeah. So basically, what happens is you, you there is indeed a ladder, and you can see what looks like a skylight, and you kind of scramble up to to kind of like peek in to take a look. But before you can do it, you hear uh, everyone's like, right now, time to get on the train, everybody. We need to get going. We have a busy schedule to keep. And so the train goes whoop, whoop. And then you just kind of get caught up in the rush of everybody getting aboard the train. Yeah. So you don't get to look in. You notice that um, By God Coffin comes with you guys, but his two other fellas hop into the caboose and guard that. I can't take the word caboose seriously. Caboose. I'm sorry. It's so good. <laughs> Right, let's it's get right. Let's get ready. To, let's get ready to move. Whoop whoop. I get so, Earl nice and settled in the in the guard carriage. <laughs> yep, Earl's in there. He's got a bit of hay. He's fine. He's um, and you guys, I assume you guys are all riding in the guard carriage at the back. Oh yeah, sure. As mm-hmm. someone who doesn't actually own a gun or is not involved in violence, I think I'll actually want to sit like in a passenger carriage as a passenger. Interesting. Um, yep. Uh, if if you're going to go and do if you're going to go and do that, um, I'd like to actually wave you down um, before we go. Actually, Doctor, I was wondering if you could um, uh, walk with me as we do a pass through the carriages just after we, you know, get going. Um, I wanted to run some questions by you. I'm not actually in practice at the moment, so I'm afraid <laughs> that any issues that you have are gonna have to wait. Until after this mission was being was, This was a... This is very much a, a, a private matter. Oh, uh, in that case, I'm terribly sorry, but um, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Okay. I tried. <laughs> was this a, a, a medical thing or a thing for the mission? We'll find out later, I guess. We'll find out later. But yeah, um... So, now, if any yes. of y'all need me, I'll be in the passenger car reading my book. Mm-hmm. It's not the same carriage that has the boss man in it, in it is it? No, there's, so there no, are two private. cabooses. The one at the front is private with Blanket J. Strowbridge. Are and there's other... one behind it with Charlotte Anne, and any of you guys are welcome to sit in. Oh, okay. Are there other people in the cabooses? No, it is empty. You assume this was, a, this, like, it's a passenger train, or like a passenger carriage, but it's just been hooked up to this train as, like, somewhere else to hang out. I feel like we should like set up guards at either end of the the carriage with the dynamite in it, so that people can't like somehow sneak in. Yep, that is allowed. Um, you can kind of position yourselves however you would like. I'll position myself on one end of the dynamite carriage with my rifle, so I can just I can have a little bit of a look out through the through over the you know the you know the yeah, yeah you're like on the back the of desert. the dynamite that's carriage. What, that's what it's called. That's the the, the want, desert. Musk, do you want to be at the other end of the carriage or in the carriage? Um, I was gonna, I was gonna, be, I was gonna be walking through. Uh, I had me, some, mm-hmm. I had me some suspicions about where these folk are um, getting their uh, information and getting targeted so quickly. Yep, yep, yep. That's cool. And then Charlotte Anne, you're going into the passenger carriage, right? Well, she's just here for the rattlesnake venom. Set up yep, a nice and this, little triage this... center for when we all get injured. <laughs> she's this literally there. She's got some old magazine and. Yep, you have, like, um, Top Hat Weekly, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Snake oil salesman today. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and so the train pulls away, and you guys hightail it through the uh, the rolling scrubland Ooh, yeah. of New Mexico. Cue soaring soundtrack. I'm currently listening to Horse With No Name by America. So, <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to Rattlesnake With No Name. Yeah, it's unfortunately... Uh, nobody's yep. going around naming animals. It's, it's 
questionable. Yep. <laughs> it's quite tragic, really. Yeah, very <laughs> irresponsible. As soon as you name it, you got to fall in love with it. Um, so, <laughs> you guys are rolling along. Questions um, about your love life, Matt. Uh, let's, <laughs> right, not that uh, kind of love. <laughs> let's, let's, let's move along. Right, let's, let's move along. <laughs> Moving hastily on. Yeah, so you guys are rolling along through the rolling hills. Um, and it's going to... I forget how long I said the trip takes. So let's say it takes a couple of hours for you to get from the town out to Dusty Hill. Um, but of course, you don't expect any trouble in the first stretch because it's near the town and there's like farmsteads and stuff that you're going past. So you know this country. Um, so you've got a bit of time if anyone wants to do anything on the train. Charlotte yeah. Anne, you... First of all, you are just in this carriage. Nobody appears. There are no passengers. But you occasionally see people going in and out from the carriage out front where Mr. Strowbridge is supposed to be. And they kind of... They always kind of tip their hats politely at you, but they never give any conversation. Like, it's just other guards, like, by God Coffin. It's like, air good, peace and quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, you are left in peace with nothing but the chum chum of the train. Musk, you said you was walking up and down. You looking for something yeah, specific? Yeah, um, I'm interested in the, uh, again, the cargo cars again. Yep. Um, I want to find, like, you said that there were some that were big enough to, some supply, generic supply crates that were big enough to hide someone inside, theoretically. Yep, there's a couple of them. Yep. Yep. I'm going to find one which is large and with yep. a loose top. You find one. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to check. No one else is in the carriage. Then nope, you you are alone. Uh, then kind of <coughs> cough and go. Um, uh, okay, that's enough time. This is your um, regular managed safety inspection as part of a new initiative. Um, if any uh, starways like to declare like to declare themselves, you have five <laughs> seconds. Mhm. Uh, and you stand there in the silence. I'll stand there the for carriage. three seconds and draw the revolver and shoot the crate. Jacob, it could have dynamite in it. No, well, the dynamite is in the other. Yeah, this isn't the dynamite character. It's going to make a bloody loud noise, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, I our uh, heads. Where, where is he? Is he, like, up the train? He's door? in the middle of everyone. So, yeah, so you turn and you shoot the crate. And um, you hear a smash of glass. Um, and you get a, a strong smell of whiskey. <laughs> um, a single tear. That has medicinal purposes. Everyone else hears a gunshot. Uh, I turn and go, what the, what in the Sam Hill? And I head towards it, <laughs> head towards the gunshot. Musk, what in the hell are you doing? Shooting at a barrel of whiskey? Um, uh, A, practice. B, <laughs> fish nope. for stowaways. That's uh, not uh, how you fish for a stowaway, Musk. Necessity is the mother of invention, and I'm going to pull on to my next candidate and... <laughs> Yep. Musk, if you uh, <laughs> stole away in any of these crates, they'd have shot you by now. <laughs> um, yeah, once again, uh, nothing happens. <laughs> cool. I'm afraid there is no stowaway in that crate either. Is he just shooting at the crates? Yeah. I, I love the idea. I think it's like, a good idea. Like, yeah. Um, what is going on in here? <laughs> Musk is shooting crates. Oh, dearie, you're a bit too hot, Musk. You need a cool pack. <laughs> To go to your head, I got I got a vial for that. No, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet. It's fine. Uh, I think we have established that um, these people are entirely coming from the outside. By God, Coffin enters at this point with his pistol drawn. He's like, "Did I hear me a gunshot?" Nothing to worry. Musk here's just been getting a bit heat mad. You know how it is on these trains. He's just oh, a bit I know trigger how it happy. Is. 
That We're happens just doing the our, uh, our due diligence, checking for stowaways, of course. Uh, we haven't found mm -hmm. any in here. He um he he lo he looks at uh at the uh, the crate with a bullet hole in it, <laughs> and he smiles, and he's just like um well I'm sure you you're all the professionals, and you must do what you must do, but I must remind you that any damage to Mister Strowbridge's property will be coming out of your paycheck, <laughs> and then he leaves. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh Nelson, you're on watch, aren't you? Yeah, I'm gonna have a little. I bit would of like a... you to roll insight. Right, um, thirteen. <laughs> thirteen. <laughs> cool um so yeah you're looking out over the um over the bluffs as it were you are not too far now from uh, the blind man's canyon uh and you see over the hills you see like a kick up of dust Ooh. so i am just going to uh look through my scope and sort of make and sort of keep it in sight yep because it's, for, for narrative, if you're going to go and look through your scope, I'll let you roll again with ranged weapons. Oh, yes, please. Ooh. Range combat, I'll take plus five mm -hmm. agility for that one. Yep. Oh, and I got a worse roll. <laughs> um, I, I got a ten. <laughs> ten total. Yep, I rolled a one, a one, and a three. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, no. Wow. Uh, yeah, so Sticky Top and Nelson, you look through your scope looking badass as anything. And you're like, oh, I've got it. I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. And no, then you realise that actually, uh, actually, that's a cloud you're looking oh. at. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, dang. Oh, dang. These low clouds. Can I come back to my uh, my station shaking my head, muttering? You may. You may. Mm. Okay. Any anything on the horizon, Sticky Taffy? Not that I can see. <laughs> 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 so to be clear. He's not wrong. Not that he could see. <laughs> oh, Sticky All right. Toffee. Oh, lovely, no. lovely stuff. Okay. So I, I just, I take his word, like, I, I give a cursory look around, uh, just in case I can spot something. But you, there's nothing to see. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> nothing to see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll, but I, I'll, I'll keep my post. All righty. So we are now going to enter the Blind Man's Canyon. <gasps> so you guys are very much on watch i assume because you're expecting this is the place you're going to get ambushed would it be unreasonable for me to be on the roof with a sniper rifle no that's fine you can get up on the roof uh, i wouldn't recommend you like you stand but you can be kind of lying no, i'm lying down. on the roof with a sniper rifle i've probably like clipped myself to something so i don't just get blown yeah up. like you've got a leather belt going on mm. probably um, a huntsman's rifle right so yeah, dr charlotte ann i want you to roll wits insight please yes yes yeah, so that's a dirty 20 Ooh, very nice. Okay, so you you can't be sure because the train's moving fast, but you think you catch sight of something moving up on top of the hills. Like you think it's almost like there was like some heads ducked away or something like that. Hey, Sheriff, I think we got company. Which direction? Rumble, rumble, on the rumble, hills. Rumble, We've got rumble, a tin rumble. can on a string going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, down, down two carriages and on a roof. <laughs> People yeah. are able to shout between you, like like Musk shouts to Nelson, shouts to Sheriff. It's fine. Yeah, okay. Like it can be done. Shouts like, to Earl. Shout yeah. <laughs> That's um, Earl in the loop. Um, Nelson. Nelson <laughs> doesn't shout. He just sort of walks further down the carriage and then just like just like whispers in your ear. <laughs> ah! Um. Can I can I look where Charlatan said? Uh, you may roll me insight, Sheriff. And I have. Perception. You're looking ahead now, right? So yes. Yep. Perception, perception noted. Now. 
Well, I rolled a seven, but uh, plus <laughs> six. So that is 13. Thank you. I was, about, I, I, I was confused by the distressed whinnying. Yeah. That's the noise that Earl is making in the back of the room. <laughs> yeah, Earl's not happy about this whole situation. Um, so yeah, you basically look where Dr. Charlotte Ann told you to look. There's a couple of seconds delay because the message you had to travel up the train. But you see, with the 13, you can't see any detail. You can't make out like who's up there or what's going on. But what you do see is um, there's a couple of figures up on the bluff a little way ahead of you. And they have some like big logs, and you can see like they're they're fucking around with these logs. Ah oh, shit! <laughs> Yo, I can see them. They got big logs. They're gonna drop them on the tracks. Okay. I suppose someone ought to tell the driver. Clomp, 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 clomp. I walk up. I walk up next to. I walk up next to Musk. <laughs> yep. Hello there. <laughs> oh god, damn it. moving at about seventy miles per hour at this point. Just so oh. you know. Oh, let's speed up. <laughs> If we speed up, do you think we could uh, get past it before they can do us? It's a a possible strategy. Uh, Of course, you will have to let the driver know. (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I will inform the driver of the new situation, which is perhaps a surprise arboretum coming at us. Either that or I can start shooting now, but I don't know if I can take them all out before they can drop those logs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell Earl, I say, we got some mighty fine fellas with logs up ahead. I think they're going to try and derail the train. Now, telling uh, the horse. Yeah, Earl's going like... <laughs> oh, I thought Earl was the driver. No, no, if, the if you passed me... If you, uh, <laughs> no, Earl's the horse. Val is the driver. the end of the train, Nelson. <laughs> well, that's oh, fine. You passed a message on to me, so I'm going up the top end. I did tell Musk, and I've taken this opportunity for horse whispering. I'm going to be honest. I might have got a bit distracted. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is not the time. You are a beautiful horse, sir, but I do not think this is the time for talking. <laughs> All right. Well, he agrees with you. Oh, I am listening uh, very intently and nodding along like, yes, yes, yes. I agree with you. He will then do that, you know, that spin reload that you could do with a lever action. He's then going to do yep. that. He's then going to do that and just be like, if only somebody had seen that that weren't a horse. And then he's going to take position <laughs> and uh, go over to, and then lead, leave over to Musk. Earl gives you an appreciative nod as if to be like, thank you for spending some time with me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm heading uh, up the train. Um, go through the empty um, the empty caboose and yep. inform... Um, Charlotte Ann? Uh, inform Dr. Ann of the yep. situation. Yep. Um, Bygod's in there as well, so he's now clued in. Fantastic. Um, like, Good God! Uh, and I'm going to mm-hmm. clamber... Uh, yeah, I'm going to go through. <laughs> and rather than going through the second car... I'm actually going to climb up onto the roof and and go over it. Yeah, there's a ladder you can go up and over. I'm going to yell from the roof, Mr. Coffin, unless you have some objections, I'm going to start shooting. Uh, He cocks his gun and he says, uh, I have no objections, only lead. Nice. Right, so we're going to quickly do Musk because you're going to run over and in to talk to the driver and then we're going to start shooting. Just kind of of cursing myself for not bringing anything with an effective range of more than a about 30 feet. Um, <laughs> so uh, it goes. But yeah, so you're um, going up and over the carriage. Did yep. you want to steal a glance through the roof as you go? Yes. Roll me like a perception-y type thing just to see uh, what you see, how much you do as you run past. In, in, insight or wits? Uh, I think probably insight. Uh, 12, which is a total of 17. Right, yep. You run past, you kind of, you, you know that 
time is of the essence with this gamble. So you run past as fast as you can, yet you still get a little bit of look into the carriage. It looks to be swanky. There's like a dining table, which is nice. So it's like almost like a kind of a dining carriage. And as you run past, he doesn't clock you, but you see what you what you know to be Blanket J. Strowbridge. Grey-haired, very severe-looking man in a long kind of like long Abraham Lincoln style outfit and a big stovepipe hat <laughs> and he's sitting at his table puffing away on a massive cigar and then uh, hustle forward and jump down next to uh, Val and say hey you know those new valves you were chatting about earlier yes now seems a strange let's time give him a workout. let's give him a workout and I'm going to grab a shovel and start putting coal in um mm-hmm. Yeah, he kind of he infers what you mean. Like he clocks the guys, he sees what you're doing. He's like, "All right, make sure you get as much steam up as possible. Let's go!" <laughs> yep. So he starts. Whatever like, she's got, we're giving it more. Giving it all. Give it all. Right. So I'm going to come <laughs> back and get you to do some kind of role in a bit. Yep. Right. So we are now in combat. Combat works on a party level. We will roll initiative just for simplicity. But then everyone who's partaking in the fight gets a shot. The enemy don't get a turn. It's if you fuck up, they do damage to you. Right, that makes sense. The only other thing um, that is of interest is that every time you get a failure, it stacks up. You don't actually, like, narratively, you'll take damage at that point. But mechanically, you don't take damage until the end of everyone's turn. So you do have an option to do something called a concerted attack. Now, a concerted attack is basically, you know, like in Westerns, when like they all leap out of cover together and just go like... Pow, 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 pow. Mm. Yeah. That's a concerted attack. If you choose to do that, it means like all of you attack at once rather than like individually popping off shots. Mm. And if you manage to take out all of the enemies, don't take any damage. Like even if you've ah. taken damage, the damage is neg- like it's a gamble move basically. You oh. can try and take them all out in one go. You got to go, yeah. sort of shoot the immune type deal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Let's go yeah, all yeah, out yeah. this one time. So roll me some initiatives just to like everyone who's gunslinging, which I think might just be the sheriff by God and Sticky Toffee. Charlotte Ann, roll initiative for me so I know where your action turn sits, even though you're not sure. Aha! I rolled a four. One. Five. Musk is on six. And Mr. Bygard Carfin is also on a six. Wow. Right, well, since you've effectively just had your go, Musk will go straight to Bygod and he's going to pop the first shot. He's going (laughs) to lean out with his his Frontiersman revolver. He's going to pop off a shot at um, the guys ahead of him. Yep, Bygod has... He fires out the side of the caboose, and one of the figures just drops down. And next up is the sheriff on sheriff the Church. nineteen. Yep, you've done that. One of them falls down. Very, very good. Sticky. Right, I'm going to move forward. Is there a door on the side of the carriage that I can open and basically use for cover? Uh, oh, I see what you mean. Yep, yep, you can do. So you can either kind of like duck behind like the side of the carriage, or you can just yeah open the door and use that as cover. I will use the door as cover, and I will let, no, it, I, I will loose. Uh, I will loose a shot from the good old um, the good old marksman. Go oh. for it. Right, we are using uh, agility here. Fifteen. Yep. All right. Yep. You take out another one because we're still early in the game, so that's I, fairly easy. Uh, I would have <laughs> said one of the kind shooting back. Um, because I didn't nominate yep. before, so I've been one of the guys shooting back. Yeah, you uh, take out one of the gunmen, falls down. Charlotte Ann. So I would like to try and get to Strongbridge. What's his name? Strowbridge. Blanket J. Strowbridge. Strowbridge. <laughs> yep. His names are so good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So basically, Bygod Coffin is part of the gunfight. There's no one guarding the door, so if you wanted to step up, now's your time. Yep. 
so she's gonna go in, but she's very much doing the like, oh no, I'm a lady in distress. Yep. This must be the safest place for me. Cool. Do you want to roll me, if you got anything a bit like, I suppose it would maybe be resolve? It's kind of a bit like your ability to game people emotionally. I've got like empathy. Just... I'll do. Yeah, <laughs> just to convince, like, to stop Bigel Coffin from either going, that's bullshit, or going like, oh, no, let me help you. Like, so, yeah. like, to get the right level, like, okay. roll for empathy. 13. Cool. Right. Well, you just about manage... Uh, <laughs> just like by the skin of you, like were he not in a gunfight, he would have definitely been like, "I'm sorry, I can't let you in." But he's suitably distracted, and so you kind of shuffle your way into the front carriage. And inside, you find Blanket J. Strowbridge, the railroad engineer, who immediately stands up with a cigar in his mouth, and he's just like, "Who are you? Why are you joining my carriage?" I'm terribly sorry, sir. I'm a doctor who's traveling on the train, and I got real frightened. A doctor? I don't need no doctor. My train's under attack, goddammit. Get yourself out there, get yourself a weapon, girl. I can't fight, I'm just a humble little doctor. <laughs> he looks you up and down and is like, Yes, I believe that. I believe you cannot fight. <laughs> As to the quality of your doctrine, I ain't never heard of a quality doctor that didn't have a mustache. My papa had a mustache and he taught me all he knew. Well then... I don't see your papa before me, girl. <laughs> and that don't answer the question of what you're doing in my carriage. I value my privacy very highly. Well, I was so frightened of all the gunfighting, and I just knew the safest place would be with you. <laughs> okay, roll, roll me another empathy. <laughs> I, lo- I enjoyed this. <laughs> Fifteen. Yeah. Okay, all right. All right, he he kind of blinks a few times as he looks you up and down. You're doing the whole kind of like, oh, I'm just a poor, fragile woman thing. Well, it's and me. he kind of looks at you for a minute and he's like, Very well, sit yourself down. I will protect you. Oh, thank you so <laughs> much. He looks much, like sir. he is very incapable of protecting anyone. Like, he does not look like a man who would stand up in a fight. <laughs> Where he kind of just gestures, almost like you're putting him to massive inconvenience. He just gestures to one of the dinner tables. He's like, just sit yourself down and and prove to me the value of silence. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, sir. I was just a real scared, you know. <laughs> yes, uh, a gunfight can be terrifying. But I oh. assure you, the stock market is all the more terrifying and bloody. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is it? on the roof going, yeehaw! <laughs> what that darn fool woman doing by train now? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you're, you see, so you are now in with Blanket J. Strawbridge. Uh, you're well. If you is there anything in particular you wanted to do while you're in this room quickly before we go? Back I to mean, the I want to. I want to basically gain his trust because I want to find out why he's on the train specifically. Why he's on the train? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So we'll say that while the gunfight is going, I will note as well. He seems to be more irritated than scared by the gunfight. He's a bit like God, tarnation, more than like fuck. We're about to get mugged. Like he doesn't seem to be that worried. So, That's but yeah, he's sitting there. Fun. Yeah, like, but he's sitting there with you, and so we'll see. You're going to gradually kind of do small talk, which yeah. we'll come back to in a minute. But first, Musk. Yeah. You're uh, at the front of the train with uh, Val Conigan. Yep. And I'm shoveling coal and just generally being like Sue Driver. Yes. Um, so I reckon. Unless you've got anything on your character sheet that's like mechanical aptitude or anything like that. Uh, I do, in fact, have that. Oh, all oh, right. That's different. Ooh. Okay. 
a mechanics which is suggested agility slash wits. Cool. I'm going to get you to do two rolls. That's mm-hmm. going to be the first one, which is going to be about how like successfully you've kind of loaded the machine, how you've worked with Valconica. And then I'd also love you to do a resolve roll, mm-hmm. just to be a bit like, this is like seat of the pants, skin of the teeth business. So I Absolutely. think that'll just be fun for flavor. Yep. Um, but first, roll me your mechanics. Oh, uh, uh, nine plus six is 15. Yep. Um, and then the resolve roll is worse. Uh, seven, ten <laughs> altogether. <laughs> Oof. All right. I mean, that's mainly for flavor, but even so. Yeah. So, yeah, the train's pick, like, is definitely picking up speed. Like, it's s- streaming along here. You can see ahead, like, they're starting to roll these logs down the hill. Um, so it's going to be close. Yeah. Uh, uh, right. just, as, as, I'm going, uh, as I'm shoveling coal, I'm just like, just yeah. out, of, out of interest. Um, last two times this train was robbed. They do this? No, sir, this is new. This is very new. <laughs> last time they last time they rode up alongside us, the time before that they had the whole they had the whole like cattle crossing trick where they had cows in the way. Alright, alright. <laughs> Speaking of which this thing got like a what they called like the cattle plows that they have on the front. Uh yeah, like yeah, yeah. it does have a, a cattle cow catcher. Cow catcher, yep. Um <laughs> initiate. I, I like where your head's, sir, but I don't think that's going to cut through a freaking log. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. He's like, he's shoveling away and letting all the stops out, and he's like, I tell you, sir, we hit that log, it's game for you and me. Let's keep going. I, um... Um, so, Bygod Coffin's going to have a quick pop at one of the uh, the loggers. Uh, he has missed. That is bad. Um, so, na- narratively, he's going to get a shot on him. Ah, God damn it! He's taken one in the arm. By God, by God, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Those damn bastards have pierced my arm with one of their bullets. That's um, a damn shame, by God. <laughs> uh, Sheriff, you're up. Uh, I'm gonna shoot those damn bastards. Shoot them damn bastards. 16 total for my ranged combat. Yep, 16. That's all right. You popped off another one. Yeehaw! Uh, sticky toffee. Right then. Well, it's <laughs> If I if I got all panicky, that's not gonna make the crash. That's that's just gonna make the crash worse. I go to heaven with a headache. Um, <laughs> sticky, to- <laughs> sticky toffee, a philosophizer with a gun, so he's going to use the gun, and that's a seventeen. Oh Ooh. yeah, like like you you take one of them out, a Stetson goes flying in the air. Like um, it very, is of course good. a black Stetson. It, all of them are wearing exclusively black. Like. Uh, <laughs> And little bandanas. Well, like one of them, well, like one of them, like go. You're closer now, right? So one of them goes down, and you see, like, stitched into the back of his like his jerkin, he's got like a wooden spoon with an unhappy face on it. (laughs) What? The moody spoon gang. Uh... (laughs) Now even he's now even more unhappy. Doctor. Hobnobbing with the bigwigs. Yep. Hang on. Where's my prop? Because if I'm going to speak like Rankin J. Strawbridge, I need a cigar. There you go. You have an actual cigar. I don't have a cigar. No, I've got like, <laughs> I've got like a little like cream lid thing. That I'm like, <laughs> it's about the size of a cigar, like that. <laughs> Doctor, he has um, as these shots are ringing out, and you hear Bygod uh, get shot in the arm. He kind of goes, got tarnation. You can't trust a man with anything. And he's like, he takes out um, a little decanter of whiskey, and um, he pours himself out a measure of whiskey into a glass and he looks at you and he's like you drink whiskey doctor 
I mean, for medicinal purposes in extreme situations and on Saturdays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Fridays and Thursdays. But not on the good Lord's Day, of course. <laughs> There's like a bullet clangs off the side of the caboose and he's like, I'd call this a finer Tuesday as any. And he pulls you a measure. <laughs> so, so the game here, Doctor, is, is, to, encur- is to get him drunk. <laughs> the game yeah, here is encur- yeah. <laughs> so he's kind of looking you up and down. He's like, so what does bring a doctor such as yourself out to these parts? Well, you see, sir, we're heading towards that Rattlesnake Valley, and we all know the medicinal purposes of that there venom. Medicinal purposes to venom? I, I am not a medical man, but in my opinion, venom tends to be anti-medicinal, if you know what I mean. Ah, it's all about how much you use. You need to use venom against venom. Someone gets bit with a snake, you just give them a little bit of venom... Counteracts it, they're good as gold. Huh. Well, that is mighty fine. Learn. I'll drink to that. And thus homeopathy um, was invented. <laughs> clanks his glass on the table and drains the glass. Pours himself another one. That being the case, I don't see you carrying a gun. So you should tell me why I should be paying you. Surely you should be paying me for taking you out to rattlesnake country. You are a passenger, are you not? Well, I don't know about that, sir. I was employed for a very specific reason, and my colleagues feel that it's good to have someone who can patch him up. And so what I'm going to get you to do now, Dr. Charlotte, is I would like you to roll probably... Medicine? Yeah, no, yeah, all right, yeah, like, um, roll medicine just to kind of your chat to be suitably convincing of your medical aptitude. Oh, God. That's a one or one or two, so it's like a base of four. Five nine. <laughs> nine. It's not great. It's not great. <laughs> uh, so that, that 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 name of yours coming back to bite you in the ass a little bit. Yeah, he he kind of he does. He's like he's he's like forming the opinion of you that you're a bit more of like a kind of like a Yahoo who did a bit of doctoring, but you're like he's not really convinced of your medical aptitude. You know? Like you got you got the bag, but I don't know if you can actually use anything in the bag. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> so, Musk. We're getting close. I'm going to need one more mechanics roll from you to see... Would you rather mechanics or would you rather resolve? I feel like this has to be resolve. Go for it. Yeah, see it the pants thinking. Yep, go for it. Roll me a, roll me a resolve, please. Oh, uh, 10, so that's a 13. <sighs> All right. Um, so we're going to hold the consequences mm-hmm. until the end of the round. <laughs> Uh-oh. But um, you are, it's going to be so tight. Like, you guys are steaming forwards. They've got two or three logs rolling down the hill. You expect that they probably thought they'd roll the logs out onto the track and you would stop. Mm. But now, clearly, you have no time to stop. And so, like, this is dangerous. Yeah. So you're speeding ahead. We'll see what happens in a minute. But um, Val Conagan has, like, screwed his eyes shut. And he's just like, oh, my mother of God. <laughs> <laughs> Bygod is uh, not going to get a shot because he has been shot in the arm. So, Sheriff, it's on you. <laughs> Shoot your gun, Sheriff. I rolled a triple four. What? Oh, my God. Which is 12 plus six is 18. So, a triple. Right. So, surely I get three of them. You do. Surely. Yeah, that is... Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, I mean, there's not actually a rule for if you roll all three, I don't think. But, fuck but. it. I'm going to... Imp- so, what has happened there? So, there were, there were five left up on the hill. What you have done, Sheriff, if you've heard, like... All of this going on, you can see how close it's going to be, and then just freaking you go into bullet time, and just like <laughs> pew, 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 you take out three of them straight away. 
I take like, out three you... of them in one shot. It goes through them. Yeah, you take I out see it one go like each of their heads. Boom. Or it's like, or boom. it's like it goes it goes through two and ricochets off a rock behind them. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And literally, like, there's yes. you do that and you like lower your gun and there's a wow 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 sound effect from somewhere. Like, <laughs> I I blow on the end of the gun even though it's a rifle, so I spin it round and you're also and you're also on the top then... of a you're also on the top of a high speed train. So I imagine like the wind in your face is like. <laughs> 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 yeah, you, you try to look majestic. You try to look majestic, but you've got like um air force cheeks. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I blow on the end of the gun <laughs> and you I go, and that gentleman is how it's done. And nobody hears me because I'm <laughs> on the top of the train. I sticky toffee Nelson. Oh, heard and he appreciated it. <laughs> sticky toffee Nelson's getting into squeaky bumhole territory, so I think. It's <laughs> I don't know anything about steam power. Huh. Or does I do throwing <laughs> gunpowder into a steam engine make it go no. faster? No, no, it blows the no. boiler up. No, <laughs> right. That will that will yes, explode the, the, the train. Yeah, it will, it will make it. It will make it go very fast in several different directions at once, which is not <laughs> yeah. quite the effect I think you were going for. Oh. No, I know what I'm going to do, and this is a move oh from God. Overwatch, and it probably won't work, but I'm going to do it. So, please do. Please. I'm so excited. <laughs> I have an explosive skill. You do? What I am going to try and do is oh take God. a stick of dynamite, Yep. throw it in front of the train... Oh Oh no. my god! And then Why? so that when the log to comes in, to blow up the logs, to oh blow up the god. log. So I am going to go for a throw and then use my dueling skill to shoot with the other hand. Okay. Uh huh. Wow. Bazookas doesn't seem that, so stupid now, does it? That's what so you're trying to. You're trying. So you're trying to airburst a dynamite stick yeah. in front of a log oh. to kind of knock them away. Okay, I didn't say it was a good plan, but it's the cool plan. <laughs> right, we're yeah. going to use one, then the other. So, Sticky Toffee, you stick your hand in one of the dynamite crates, you pull out a hefty-looking stick of dynamite. Yes. Uh, and so, the the chuck and the placement of it, I'm going to take as your explosive knowledge skill. Like. Okay. Yep. Yep. This is so going to be fine. This is going to be absolutely fine. It will not damage the tracks. We're going too fast. No. We'll just cruise over the top of them. It'll all be fine. If any physicists come at me. Uh, um, five and a six. Eleven plus my insight is fourteen. Mm -hmm. um, I can use a strength of nerve to re-roll a dice. You can. You I am can. going to... That's an option. I am going to go from strength of nerve four to strength of nerve three because I've got a two yep. and I don't like it. I rolled a one. <laughs> oh, no. No. Oh, no. We went from a 14 to a 13. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, so your final score for explosives is 13. Yes. Okay. <laughs> roll, never... roll, me your, roll me your marksmanship. <laughs> oh. Let's see how this goes. Come on. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not spoiling nothing. I'll just tell you that I did set the difficulty of this rather high. That, mm -hmm. uh, honestly, that does not surprise me. <laughs> oh, I'm going to use strength. Oh, hang on. No, that's a crit. Uh, I got a five, Ooh, five, a and crit. a one. Yay! Um, so a five, a five, and a one. Right? So he hits two sticks of dynamite, despite the fact he only threw one. Uh, <laughs> Eleven. 
Uh, so that is 11 plus my ranged combat, which is 16. Mm-hmm. Nice. And that was a crit nice. as well, right? Yes. Cool. So, okay. we've, we, half of us, we did well. So, and by us, I mean me. So, <laughs> so in movie logic, the train, we've seen Musk rearing the train fast as he can towards these logs. It's going to be so close. The sheriff has just popped off three guys with one bullet. And then Sticky Toffee Nelson has chucked the dynamite. It's in the air and you're lining up your shot. And we're going to cut to Dr. Charladan and <laughs> Blanca J. Strowbridge sitting in the caboose. <laughs> There's like classical music playing. <laughs> you're awfully calm, sir. You're not shook up at all. Girl, it takes more than this to shake up Blanket J. Strowbridge, I tell you. This is this is ordinary business. Ordinary business. Besides, I'm looking to become a very rich man. Oh? Aren't you already the richest man in the world, sir? Huh. <laughs> I, I am certainly the richest man in the state, but I am not the richest man in the world. That is my ambition, and that is what I shall be. <laughs> oh, he wow. chuckles to himself. How's that, then? Roll me uh, a persuasion-y thing of some kind. <laughs> Damn it. The only thing I have close is empathy. Go, let's go. Like, I'll, I'll take it on empathy. You're kind I of, mean, you're she's flattering the hell out of him. Yeah, like, I'll take empathy. <laughs> Roll me empathy. That is a three, three, four. Three, a three and a four. So it's Plus a crit. five, 15. Or with a crit as well. Yes. Nice. All right. Um, nice. <laughs> okay. So... Blanket J. Strowbridge, like, once you've asked him how he's going to get rich, that's a question he can't refuse. Like, so he's like, he, he necks another glass of his whiskey and he leans across the table at you and he gives a, gr- a, a grin. He's got terrible teeth. He grins and he's like, I'll tell you how I'm going to get rich, Dr. Ann. Gold. Gold. And at that point, <laughs> everything else happens. Like, um. Boom. <laughs> yeah, so he basically says the word gold, and oh, at that no. point, um, several things happen. Hello, <laughs> oh, no. sticky, sticky, sticky toffee Nelson is now concerned. <laughs> so Musk's role was good enough to basically get the train through. So Musk, from your point of view, the locomotive rolls and speeds through just before the logs hit it. The locomotive gets through. But the logs instead were were going to hit the back of the train and send that fish tailing off. Oh! But how could you? But (laughs) Sticky Toffee Nelson has also done his escapade with the dynamite. The only important character is saved. Well, so the thing is, like you, you rolled very well on your shooting, so you absolutely did successfully detonate the dynamite. (laughs) But you, you, it was a bit less of a good roll as to where the dynamite ended up. Yes. So what happens here is the dynamite lands a little bit too close to the train. So the logs miss the train, but the dynamite itself kind of mangles the track behind you and sends like the last two carriages fishtailing right off of the the railroad. So you stick to hold on on tight, everyone. Like, (laughs) so you are like a skidding along. The train's going at 90 miles an hour, so it's not stopping for nobody. But now the back two carriages are like on their side. Oh dear! Oh, I'm just oh, gonna roll for. Fuck. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna roll for Earl real quick. He's, I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> I just want to see how fine he if is. If you kill my goddamn horse, I <laughs> never forget. I also like to take this point to remind people that TNT is an impact-activated explosive. 
Yeah, yep. yeah it was so... impacted by a bullet. <laughs> and uh, at Mortal Point, the entire no, car, the full the... Of, car full of TNT is now being impacted by the ground. Oh my god, you're right. Um, all right. Oh my we're, god. We'll wreck on that slightly. No. It's just Jacob. like the TNT's going, Jacob, but it's not gone yet. Why would you yet. point this out? Yeah. The TNT carriage is still on the rails, but oh behind my... it, the guard carriage is clopping all over the place, and it might well drag it oh. away. Earl oh. himself. You. Uh, <laughs> Sheriff, you look behind you, and for a moment, you're like, oh my god, Earl. And then you see Earl kind of skip out <laughs> from oh, from you. the side of the boxcar, looking like extremely ruffled. Like Earl is just like <laughs> standing by the mangled like train tracks, just being like, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> like, is he, he so he's off the train and he's stationary. off the train, and you are screaming away from him, and he's standing there like he's just been through a washing machine. Oh! He's like, "What is happening?" Like my horse. He looks up at you, and he's just like, <laughs> "Mama." <laughs> I yeah, genuinely he's... consider jumping off the train to to get. <laughs> roll resolve. <laughs> you said it. Roll resolve. <laughs> I said I considered it. Yeah, you're still considering. <laughs> God. A low um, roll, and you're leaping off after it. <laughs> well, I got a double three and a okay. five, which takes me to something. Nine plus six is 15 so you, you, I think I'm okay yeah. you, you know that bit in uh, Attack of the Clones when Padme falls out the ship that's what you just yeah. had like, in the time it takes me to start unbuckling myself I realise what a dumbass idea that is especially since Earl knows his aren't, way you, aren't you on top of the TNT car right now yes. you are which yes, is kind of doing two wheels back and forth yeah, I yeah need to so not you are there. struggling to stay up. If you hadn't belted yourself, you'd be in much more trouble. Wobbly Sticky sausage. Toffee Nelson. Sticky Toffee, I'd like you to roll metal, please. Oh, definitely going to be Because you're, wrong. like, right near the back as well, and this has blown you flying. Oh. Like, let's see how well, like, whether you keep your feet. Oh, I am surprisingly good at metal. Uh, that's 16. Yep, you, kinda, you take a bit of a bonk on the side. You might oh. want to get the doctor bonk. to take a look at that later, but you're all right. You're clinging on. Ah, Sticky Toffee Nelson is not phased, even though he has made the situation variegatedly worse. <laughs> <laughs> Sticky Toffee, so... I'm going to have your hide. <laughs> yeah. So there are... You have killed all but... Or taken out all but two of the enemies. They are now on horseback coming after you. Oh, let me guess who they are. Um, well, you can look through a telescope if you like. I should, I should probably get off the roof, to be fair. <laughs> I think, yeah, maybe just roll a... Um, like a perception you roll just to see if you recognise who's on these horses. Uh, 12 plus 4 is 16. Yep. <laughs> so one of them you don't recognise. He's just wearing like your regular bandito outfit. But the other one you recognise as none other than Saucepan Hands Tweedy the pianist. <gasps> oh, Tweedy! Saucepan! Tweedy! How he was could the informant. <gasps> yeah. How could he? He's been the one who's been telling the gang when the train leaves. I knew this car. He- I knew this car was coming from inside the house somewhere. <laughs> yeah, so you were the exact. So basically, Musk, you were right, but it wasn't from inside the train. It was inside the town. Yeah. Uh, um, Saucepan hands. He's riding after you on his little like. So the reason he managed to get ahead so fast is because he's a very small man, and so his horse can ride very fast. Uh, <laughs> small I'd man like on a fast horse. Um, I'd like to remove his advantage with an absolutely ridiculous gung-ho move. Please, please go on. Now is the time for ridiculous gung-ho moves. Cool. Because um, uh, the locomotive will have that kind of bed of coal in the back. 
Yep, it's got like the uh, the cold carriage at the back yep. of the locomotive. Cold carriage, cool. <clears throat> um, I am drawing the sawn off out from under my poncho. Yep. I am, and I'm restocking it with hunks of coal. Yes, yes. The um, uh, which <laughs> which I then which I then hold out with one hand vaguely in the direction of the two oncoming ho- oncoming horses, and pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping to effectively turn it into like a flare gun to spook the horses and get to jolt the riders this this is frankly a brilliant idea i love this it is um yeah so you run along like to the back of i'm saying you're basically leaping on the roofs to get towards them right um and then you're gonna arrive alongside the sheriff uh, just so that you're yep. close enough otherwise you'll be firing like over the train yep yep, yep i'll, give, right, I'll give you that for free that wasn't like seeking a, a role there, musk this is a terrible place to be <laughs> um. <laughs> so sauce bananas and his minion are riding closer um, Thought I'd get it on the phone, Sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, roll me, roll me a shot, Musk. Um, I'm going to use a point of strength of nerve to re-roll this yep. two into a one. God damn it! Um, so that is, <laughs> I, I've done that. <laughs> uh, uh, wits or agility? So um, wits is my better. So that's going to be a sixteen. <sighs> Ooh, not bad, actually. I, I kind of, from your tone, I thought it was going to be worse than that. Um, what happens then? Yeah, it, like, your plan actually works. Like, is you you fire your gun. Um, coals come out. They immediately kind of spark and pop. Kind of like, kind of devil's popcorn sort of vibe. Uh, spooks, terrifies the horses. Absolutely terrifies them. Um, and both of these guys get, like, thrown off of their horses and end up in the sand. And you guys are able to roll away. Told you that was out of tune. Um. (laughs) You guys turn it, bastard! (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, Meanwhile, we're going to quickly go back to Strowbridge and Charlotte Ann because when all of this confusion with the dynamite and the train, when all of this happened, uh, Blanket J. Strowbridge was saying, Gold, that's how I'm going to get rich. He, in the chaos, fell off of his chair and banged his head really hard on the side of the um, on the side of the table. So now he's just like lying on the floor. We're like, oh man, my head, my head. I think I have a concussion. Ah! Here, let me look at you, sir. Let me look at you. <laughs> Get your hands up. Oh, ah, fine. All right, fine. Just, just fix it for me. Fix it. For- I can't think straight. God damn it! I was on that out in no time. Here, here have some whiskey. What? What? Oh, oh, mm, yeah, that's very medicinal, very medicinal. <laughs> Only for medicinal purposes, you understand? Of course, of course. He's drinking um, from the bottle. I will get out <laughs> my, uh, my medical bag and rummage yep. through for... Uh, I, I want um, a, a very important and useful um, painkiller, which is known as heroin. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, you find it. Uh, and you may indeed apply it. Your, 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 your doctor spoon. Um, yeah, you apply it with your doctor spoon. He's like, mm, I, I tell you, doctor, I was wrong about you. You know <laughs> how to make somebody feel much better about themselves. Did <laughs> I tell you? Did I tell you I was gonna get rich? You said there was gold in these there hills. I didn't gold know there was gold. Gold in them there hills. <laughs> Stop singing. Right. <laughs> Gold in them hills, gold on dusty hill. Yeah, that why these yeah. folks keep trying to steal it to take your hard-earned gold? They, they can't have my gold. That's my gold, and that's my dynamite, and I'm going to use it to get the gold, and nobody's going to know. 
Because I'm going to get all the gold. <laughs> it's going to be all mine. All mine. Nobody going to have it. Not not my good for nothing enemies. Not my good for nothing deadbeat son. Nobody's going to get my gold but me. <laughs> and then he conks out on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I better go see about that guy who was yelling about his arm. <laughs> yeah, bygone coffin. You turn around to find bygone coffin standing in the doorway with like a rag on his arm. And he's just like, it's not too much trouble, doctor. Could I possibly trouble you for a band-aid? <laughs> Now, let me see, let me see, let's get, oh, hey, first of all, you take a sip of this, you take a sip of this here, this here. Absence. <laughs> well, it's it's a special concoction that I mixed up myself, but it'll, it'll sort you out real good. Yeah, it, is, it, 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 is it cocaine wine? <laughs> pretty much. Coke yeah, wine, he, uh, uh, he, so he actually says, uh, oh, that's very kind of you, Doctor, but uh, I'm afraid I'm a teetotaler and I could not possibly uh, drink of the alcohol. How about some cocaine tea? Now, tea is fantastic, and I would take it gratefully. <laughs> well, hello there, partners. It appears we've had a little bit of a hullabaloo going on around here. Well, what a time it is, and so nice to meet y'all. But y'all have to all come back next week so I can see your delightful little faces. <clears throat> I would be lying if I had said that I had not done that voice whilst buying Maltesers. But until then, thank you for listening to Diacast. If you'd like to keep up to date with episodes and announcements, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Diacast and on Instagram at DiacastPod and subscribe to us on your favourite podcatcher. And hey, if you enjoy listening to us, maybe consider giving us a rating or review or sharing us with a friend. You know, we'd, uh, we'd really love that. You can now support us on Patreon and we would absolutely love it if you consider giving us just a few pounds a month. Go to patreon.com slash diacast to check out their tiers and rewards available. Diacast is Lukey Slynn, Matt George Lovett, Jacob War, Helen, Peter Wellman, and H. Folkmans. Our logo and banner art are by H. Folkmans. The Diacast theme is by Matt George Lovett, and this week's theme is Western Cowboy Ride by David Felzillian. I hope that's how your name is said, good sir. Do good tunes. This episode was edited by Matt George Lovett. This week, we were playing Desperados, a link to which can be found in the episode description. And at least for this week, that's how the dire cast. Ye diddly do ha.